You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. In this week's episode, Apple becomes your all-in-one destination for audio. The rise of the Call Her Daddy empire, Spotify AI making you a multilingual superstar, and the cast fallout continues. Yes, g'day, and welcome to Behind the Podcast with Jules and Stocks. How are you, Stocks? How are you doing? Good, mate. I'm a bit nostalgic today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the last time we'll do this face-to-face for the foreseeable future. That's right. I think uh, when you know this show goes to air, I'll be flying over somewhere in some ocean somewhere, uh, getting ready for life in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, brother. Thank you very much. I will miss this studio. I'll miss this country. But yeah, it's going to be a good little time with the family. I'm looking forward to it. Good on you, man. I respect okay. what you're doing. Well, I, I wouldn't do it, that. but I respect what you're doing. <laughs> well, I appreciate that all the same. Look, one thing that will keep me very, very uh, occupied on the flight on the way over is obviously the wonderful world of podcasts and podcasting. Um, there's a bit of news coming out from Apple, who don't often appear here because they don't often do too much with their platform. Ramping it up lately. Yeah. Seems like they're actually putting some money into their platform. Yeah, definitely. I think this latest um, update that's come with the iOS 17 update, uh, essentially you'll see like a refreshed Apple podcast feed. If you subscribe to any other you know, audio platforms like Calm or, or you know, The Economist or any of these sorts of um, shows, Sleep Cycle, this sort of thing, They'll start to ingest all of the audio feeds from those apps and those programs into the Apple into the podcast platform. That's super interesting, right? Yeah. Okay, so I've got the Calm app because I'm a Spotify guy. I struggle to be able to play anything but the Daily Calm. Yeah, through Siri. If mm-hmm. I'm just lying in bed, I go, "Hey Siri, play Daily Calm," yeah. but it won't play any of the other content. If that's ingesting everything, this is really cool. Yeah, so you'll be able to do that through your little HomePod thing as well if you're a little Apple I am a HomePod gimp. Yes, I am. I am, and it's disappointing. So this might really open it up. Yeah, and, you know, I think... Uh, there are some people who obviously like enjoy the experience of of going into the specific app for you know specific needs. They want to open the Calm app. They want to open whatever. They just like that kind of like feeling of of you know exploration in that um, space. But I think most people probably opt for convenience. And the fact that this launched and the update, it's pulled in everything already. It's got all of your subscriptions there ready to go. I think it's, you know, you don't have to do too much to really start to use this from just opening the the app straight away. Yeah, the only thing it doesn't have is going to be audiobooks, paid paid audiobooks. They'll still live in Apple Books. Which I find fascinating. Like... They're doing this audio integration thing. Yeah, but that's like the part that they've drawn the line. And, and, you know, whether it's a payment thing and, and, you know, they want to keep your sort of mindset in in that Mm. area about payment and and expectations around payment as opposed to here you are in Apple, you're either paying for all the stuff already through another app or you're just kind of, you know, running through the feed. It it smells of being an internal political decision as opposed to being an external business decision decision because Apple usually does sort of try to focus on consumer experience yeah so look that's interesting look I'm going to have a look at this and potentially this could be a pathway to me listening to my podcast on Apple yeah okay all right well I sit here with my little iPad thing so maybe it could be a uh, a door back into the Apple universe for me as well yeah right let's see good on you Apple 
Bloomberg did an article about podcasting's number one agent and how he copes with the crash of the market he hyped. So I've never heard of this guy. Talent agent Oren Rosenbaum has fueled podcast multi-billion dollar boom. Now he must navigate its acrimonious deflation. This all seems a bit sensational. Yeah, it is rather yeah, sensational, yeah. I think. Uh, look, I think, you know, as we've kind of discussed before, all of these articles and, and think pieces about the death spiral of podcasting are, are you know, exaggerated, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, that's not to say that there have been some dramatic changes and, and people who have invested a lot of money have decided to really pull back on that. So for sure, things are changing in, in this space. If you're Oren, you represent a lot of the talent who has been getting these big, big contracts um, for you know from the likes of Spotify and mm. whatever to create these shows. So He's a bit of a podcast super agent, to be fair. Mm. I mean, his journey started back in 2014 and he did some stuff around Serial, the podcast. Mm which is where he kicked off, which is where a lot of us kicked off in terms of podcasting, totally. but he had the business brain to go in there. Yeah, so he's, he's the head of audio at United Talent Agency, or UTA, which is one of the big Hollywood agencies. Oren has been at the center of basically the growth of their portfolio, who represents people like Ashley Flowers of Crime Junkie, Emma Chamberlain of Anything Goes, and Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy. Yeah. He spent years securing multi-million dollar podcasting contracts for his clients with top audio platforms. I mean, yeah. My favorite being Alex Cooper of Call Her Daddy got a $60 million deal. Absolutely. And now she's rolling out a podcast network. Yeah, so I'm sure he'll be taking a little bit of, of you know, what comes from that deal as well and, and good on him. I mean, he's, he's helped bring forward some great names in podcasting and, and sort of develop some real media-specific talent too. It's not just kind of pulling in, you know, Hollywood people. Not Conan O'Brien doing a no. podcast or something like that or Smartless. He's found new talent. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, look, let's have a chat about Alex Cooper because it's been a massive week for her. A little bit of background, I guess, on Alex Cooper. We have touched on her before, but I mean, there's a, I mean, she's so big news this week. Rolling Stone's just done an article about her titled How Alex Cooper Went From Raunchy Podcaster to Gen Z's Barbara Walters. Yeah. Now, we come across a lot of podcasters and we ask them what sort of reference podcast for you. If you're a female podcaster, you're looking at Alex Cooper. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she really, we were talking before off air and she is the Joe Rogan of, of female podcasting, yet she's young, Yeah, doesn't have any other media sort of career, like Rogan's a bit of a unicorn being a stand-up and being a TV presenter, et cetera, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, involved cetera. in the whole MMA yeah. space. And I don't think she's as controversial. I think, no. you know, people do various controversy around Joe. And there is controversy with things like people's partners not being happy with or women being <laughs> less attracted to men who listen to the Joe Rogan yeah, podcast. That's come up in a recent list. Yeah, whereas I don't think many blokes have a problem if their significant female other listens to Alex Cooper yeah. and call her daddy. If you haven't listened to the podcast, in the early days, it was really discussing everything from her specialized oral sex technique through to her personal experiences. But she's used that openness to elicit sort of celebrity scoops um, that you know, TMZ or E would have killed for. She got Hayley Biber to talk about her relationship with Selena Gomez for the first time ever. She's really built up this sort of trust uh, and becoming a voice for Gen Z. Call Her Daddy is the second most listened podcast on Spotify after aforementioned jo Yosep. But what she in the news for this week is she started launching other podcasts on her Unwell podcast network, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you know, this is big stuff. The fact that she's still you know, exclusive to Spotify or she has this big contract with Spotify. The, usually when you're launching a network and you're the star, you're going to be the first one who's releasing the show. But because she's with Spotify, obviously, you know, you have to launch with something else. 
And this show, uh, Hot Mess, I mean, you know. Hot Mess with Alex Earl. Yeah, yeah, she has done everything right in launching a new show from a network perspective. Like if you're, you know, if you're starting a big network yourself or you're starting a network and you happen to have a lot of followers, you got to do absolutely everything you can to help cross-promote any new shows that come out. And I think this has just been done masterfully. Yeah, let's have a look at it. So the new show, Hot Mess with Alex Earl, features Alex Earl, who's a TikTok it girl. Uh, she's famous for her get ready with me confessional videos yep. uh, and she is a 22 year old university student at the University of Miami so how they launched this show basically they launched the first episode which was uh, get to know Alex Earl and then what they, they released that on Alex Earl's podcast feed new podcast feed but they yep. also released it on the call her daddy podcast feed yeah what they also released on the call her daddy podcast feed was making of the Alex Earl episode Basically, this is the pitch. This is the description for it. it. Says, join Father Cooper on exclusive behind-the-scenes journey into the making of the season four premiere. In this Sunday session, Alex reveals all of the hilarious mishaps that took place during recording. She talks about the week-long process of shooting this episode, while also helping Alex prepare for the launch of her own podcast, Hot Mess. This Sunday session has it all: unreleased footage, outtakes, and even a few mental breakdowns. For all of you who watched the Alex Earl episode and wanted even more, this is for you. Yeah. Basically, she's released. The first episode on two channels and the second most uh, successful podcast channel in Spotify. And then she's also released this behind the scenes episode. Yeah. Uh, Alex, obviously, authenticity is kind of right up there. Like she speaks openly, honestly about all, you know, everything, that, every topic that she's going on about is, is from her own sort of point of view and, and not trying to sort of, you know, sugarcoat anything too much. I think that this sort of launch of having this behind the scenes show which shows all the breakdowns shows all the stresses that go into making something that can probably you know from the outsider from the layman just seem like it's pretty easy to do um these these talent are talent for reason they're fantastic for what they do and 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 these two in particular and i think like showing behind the curtain a little bit about you know what goes into it how difficult it is it's only going to endear more to the audience and and particularly with you know releasing a new show it gets people straight away feeling like oh i can relate to this person i can see what they've gone through to get this up I, i'm you know i'm on board with it yeah and this seems to be alex earl's real lane i listened to the first episode and it's just, she's this remarkably sort of apple pie type of u.s college student very studious great relationship with her family yet also going to these exclusive parties in miami i mean yep. you, miami is a bit of a party you yeah um and going to these exclusive parties with celebrities where you've got to put your phone lock your phone away before you can go into the party yeah. so there's a lot of very um how do you say high profile people who uh, value their privacy yep. getting picked up by an nfl player who she just walks up to the bar to and just goes you want to talk to me and going on helicopter dates with said nfl player and yet somehow managed to keep this really relatable side to her. I'm recording from my bedroom in my pajamas. Absolutely. She's on the helicopter date and her dad is messaging her because he can see where her location is. They all yeah. share their locations with each other. So he's like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, dad, I'm just on a date. Have you been kidnapped? Uh, yeah. So uh, super taken- relatable seems to be in the lane. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. I mean, like it is so important to manage that, um, you know, giving someone insider access to those sorts of big parties and that lifestyle, but remaining 
I don't know, you're the, the kind of conduit. Yeah, exactly right. And and otherwise, you know, if you get too far into it, then you lose that relatability. Then people are like, okay, well, you're just maybe a bit of a wanker. Yeah, she's talking about getting ready for this date and having her, her roommates help her out, get ready, yeah. stuff, how, what she's going to wear, what she's going to do. Very relatable stuff. Now, how's it going? Well, the top two podcasts on Spotify in the US are Hot Mess with Alex Earl and then the Call Her Daddy episode. So this is how you launch a so podcast. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you do it. <laughs> you know, Alex Cooper seems to be writing the book on releasing new podcasts and no doubt there'll be some more shows to come from that network. So it's a great place to watch and, and a bit of a you know, masterclass in, in how to expand your new network, really. And it's a network effect we talked about with Joe Rogan last week when we were talking about with uh, all the guys on the cast media. So the Theo Vons, yeah. the Brian Callens, all these guys who sort of, all have their own podcasts and they've built it together and they go on each other's shows. But what Alex Cooper's done is she's made this a business as opposed to going, hey, let's help each other oh, out here and be a collective. Yeah, yeah, she's going, no, no, I'm doing this and I'm owning this. Yeah. Respect. Love it. Spotify is using AI to imitate podcast host voices in different languages. Yeah, so look, here's me about to go overseas and thinking I need to study up and learn new languages, learn Scottish, but I don't. Now all I need to use is this Spotify AI tool and I can speak any number of languages in my own voice. Amazing. Yeah, so this is something we looked at a little while ago uh, in terms of when the AI revolution came. But Spotify is piloting a feature called voice translation for podcasts, what they call a groundbreaking feature powered by OpenAI, uh, translates podcasts into additional languages, all in the podcaster's voice. It's pretty amazing. I mean, you think about like when you've watched anything that's been a, a foreign or a foreign film and they've dubbed it in English and how corny that can sound and how much it just doesn't seem to match the voice of the, the face of the person that you're watching versus having them in their own voice speak the language, I'm hoping, you know, pretty fluently. Um, it's a great step. Yeah, apparently the technology matches the original speaker's style, making for a more authentic listening experience that sounds more personal and natural than traditional dubbing. As part of the pilot, they're working closely with podcasters Dax Shepard, Monica Padman, Lex Friedman. To be fair, Lex talks like a bit of a robot anyway, <laughs> so that would be quite an easy one to translate. Yeah. Bill Simmons and Steve Bartlett. And they're going for Spanish, French, and German for a select number of catalog episodes and future episode releases. So just incidentally, have you noticed on Spotify that Bill Simmons has been doing a few more ad reads for yeah. Australian content? Yeah, I reckon this is AI. Do you reckon it's part of yeah. it? Because they did talk about this at one stage, and if he's giving his voice up for this, I can guarantee you he's probably got better things to do with his time than sit there and record a ad spot for crack and rum, although who knows? Well, as a head of monetization for... Spotify seems like yeah. it's the perfect way to test it. Totally. I mean, Bill is an incredibly successful podcaster, does not have great pipes. Yeah. So I think it'd be quite an easy one to do, said he. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, why is this important? I mean, look, you know, we're English-speaking podcast. We mainly cater to an English-speaking audience. There's a whole lot of people out there in the world who don't speak English, and this would give them access to our show if they so chose to listen. It's just allowing globalization of content. And it's going to grow some audiences for these guys, these top podcasters. Yeah, and I think something that's really interesting, obviously, in the podcasting space is the long-form conversations that you can have and hearing about people's experiences 
firsthand and understanding the sort of things that they go through and, and getting an understanding of things outside of your specific bubble. And so something like this can really give you an opportunity to hear really intimate stories from people all around the world about the things that affect them that maybe might change your worldview a little bit and how you view certain situations in your own life or the way that you view your own life in general i think it's really cool i think hopefully it does you know this matched with discovery matched with all these kind of other big themes and topics enable you to really expand the sort of content that you're hearing and and you know hopefully down the track give you a more balanced point of view and more sympathy and and empathy for people out there in the world now it does have content creators worried Mm -hmm. um If you think about the uh, Joe Rogan interview with Donald Trump that was done and the Andrew Tate one, which were both AI faked, yeah, um, there is concern that I mean, I, do we replace you? Yeah, now, yeah. Um, with with AI, with AI jewels, <laughs> um, and we just get Jimmy to jump in. Yeah, um, no one would notice the difference. <laughs> uh, so there is concerns in in terms of also uh, misrepresentation. Yes. Uh, quoting people out of context, saying things that have never been said, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. In the digital world and websites and things like this that we do, translating something from English to French to whatever, it's not as simple as just translating kind of word for word. There's no, a things do get lost. And, yeah, yeah. So you need to consider there. So. And the whole AI thing is a bit of a concern in terms of content aggregators who might just misquote things mm-hmm. delib- or someone just putting something out there because clips of podcasts – there's whole YouTube channels that just have a huge audience just because they're clipping up bits of, say, Andrew Huberman's podcast yeah. into sort of five-minute bites of wisdom. And they're all they're doing is clipping someone else's podcast. Yeah. So if you're putting out fake Andrew Huberman stuff out there, you could really be misinforming people um, about neuroscience, et cetera. So th- there, are, there are definitely concerns. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like deep fakes, really. This is audio deep fakes. Absolutely. Yeah. As we go down this new territory, there's going to be plenty of hurdles to get across and things to be wary of. But yeah, let's stay positive. Let's keep working with it. Let's go. Now, Megan Markle bids adieu to the Archetypes podcast and withdraws her trademark request. So Megan Markle decided to end her Spotify podcast titled Archetypes 123. It was part of the reported $37 million deal signed with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and Spotify back in uh, 2020. Deal was officially terminated in June, but Markle has now withdrawn her trademark request application for the podcast because she was looking to develop more content under the Archetypes audience, but with another platform other than Spotify and then wanted the trademark to be able to do so. They've come to some sort of settlement about it. Yeah, the decision to terminate the relationship with Spotify at the time was described as mutual, but since then, Spotify's Bill Simmons has publicly criticized the pair's efforts. I mean, that was a red-hot quote. Yeah, totally. I just wouldn't mind just going back to that where Bill basically referred to the couple as grifters, that is the uh, Duke and Duchess of Sussex, and expressed his wish to have been involved in the negotiation when Megan and Harry left Spotify. Um, he also mentioned that he has a red-hot story about a Zoom meeting that he had with Harry to help him with the podcast idea and how, how would you say, uh, not content-savvy <laughs> yeah. the man was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, from the title archetypes to be labelled as a grifter is quite the, I don't know, a bit of irony there. But look, were, were their hearts in it? Was this was this really kind of what they wanted to be doing? I mean, it doesn't seem like it. They didn't put too much effort in. They banked the checks. Yeah, I'm um, logging on to don'tcare.com yeah. for this one. Yeah, I don't think we'll be sort of hearing about her too much in podcasting. Probably not. I think, you know, there's plenty of big money still in Netflix. And Hey, she had a Suits revival, her Hot Girl Summer on Suits. 
last article for us here is uh, Sarah Silverman has signed with Lemonada, leaving cast. So following up our deep dive last yeah. week, uh, Silverman said, when life gives you lemons, make a deal with Lemonada. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So that's just another in the uh, long list of... Uh, Departures. Jil- jilted, jilted lovers and yeah. betrayed business people by cast media. Onwards and upwards for Sarah. She's too talented to uh, be down for long. I think she would have had a lot of people knocking down on her door, so it's good that she's found somewhere uh, to host all of her content with Lemonada. Beautiful. Is that us? That's us, mate. Face to face. We'll be doing this over Riverside. Pixels. Yeah. Pixels soon. Hopefully the uh, internet over there is fine and this won't be too much of a a burden. But yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you have better internet than this place. But look, it's been a pleasure being here in the the studio. I'm going to miss it. Um, But yeah, we will be back at some stage. But yeah, in the meantime, we'll see you on Riverside. Many hugs. And um, you'll be gone for a couple of weeks just because you'll be in transit. So we've got a special episode with uh, a special listener of ours coming up. That's right. And... um, We'll have you back in a few weeks. Normal programming. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Mandy, for doing all the editing and producing on this bad boy. And, uh, yeah, look, we'll see you all soon.